Hello and welcome to another episode of Interview with a Schizophrenic. I'm your host, Duncan Samrasinger, and today I'd like to welcome Ed from Tennessee. Hello, Ed. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Um, just enjoying the weekend and that. And what, I'm just watching a lot of the sport on the television, which has started again, um, you know, with this coronavirus. How, how are things with you and the coronavirus? Uh, the coronavirus right now, uh, they're trying to get it under control pretty much. And uh, they want us to wear a mask and all that nice stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, same over here. We've got to wear masks. and uh, But, um, yeah, it is what it is. Okay, great. Let's just start our discussion on schizophrenia. Ed, why don't you tell me how it started for you? Um, how you were, when you first became ill, how you were diagnosed. Why don't you tell me about that? Well, when I first became ill, I lived in an uh, apartment complex in town. And uh, I started yeah. to hear things as soon as I woke up one day. I just started hearing things. And I didn't know what they were, where they were coming from or anything like that. And, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was crazy. Uh, the, the voices said that there was cameras and microphones and stuff like that. So I tore up my apartment looking for these cameras or microphones or anything like that. And I found nothing. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is, uh, yeah, that, that's classic, classic, isn't it? Because, um, so, so you started off with the voices. That was that was the main thing for you when it all began, yeah. Well, yeah, the voices and uh, the visions or uh, visual hallucinations. I call them visions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the visions were intense too at the time. Uh, I have a vision problem from it. I see static all the time. It looks like blue and red static. Mm -hmm. So, so how old are you now? I'm 30. And where, what age was it when it started? 26 or 27. Some, somewhere in there. I'm not sure. Okay. My memory kind of... Yeah, memory gets hazy. It's the same with me. My memory of when it started is, is hazy. I can't, I can't pinpoint it. Um, right. I, think, I, think, I think your mind, when you go through something traumatic, like the onset of schizophrenia, I think your mind sort of blocks it out a little bit. So right. it's difficult to, do you know what I mean? It kind of blocks a lot of it out. So then you, ha then you have to consciously access access those memories. Um, I think I think that's probably how it, how it starts, right. to be honest with you. Do so, I? So, I mean, you know, so basically, so basically you were having kind of like paranoid delusions, weren't you? That you were being watched. And well, these voices were talking to you. Yeah, uh, I was making uh, really bad choices at the time, you know, uh, with habits and whatnot. So 
my friends, all my friends turned out to be schizophrenic and I've talked to them about this. Most of the people I hung out with were schizophrenics, but they never told me until I got schizophrenia. Oh, really? And I've had telepathic... Is this because of the lifestyle? I'm sorry? You carry on. Carry on, carry on. Uh, I've had telepathic... Uh, situations where I don't just hear their voices. I go and talk to them and tell them what the thoughts are to see if they can verify if that's what they were hearing and they could. Yeah. So you, you actually see the people as well. See the people. So when you're doing the when you're having the telepathic experiences, do you actually see the person in your mind or how does it work? Well, for me, I just heard their voices uh, a lot. It's a lot, it's a lot yeah. of auditory for me. I heard their voices and I went and talked to them in person to oh, verify. See. Oh, I see. Yeah. And they could verify. And, and it was true. It was it's true. true. Yes, 100%. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Because, um, you know, I kind of believe something similar. I kind of believe that, you know, that I experience psychic phenomena and um, it's kind of strange, right? I mean, do you have, do you have an explanation? Uh, do I have an explanation for it? Yes, I, indeed. Yeah. I believe it has to do with, uh, to be specific, if you look up the definition of television, it means at a distance vision. And what television waves do is they transmit images and sounds. It says chiefly used on to reproduce on screens, but what else could television do? Yeah. So not you the, think um carry on? Uh, not the television like the one that's in front of me right now. I mean television waves. And stuff like that. I did a lot of research and they, uh, I looked at the patent for television and they had an input arrangement for the central nervous system. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Because I, I, I used to also think it might be something to do, you know, well, not yet. Yeah, television is one thing, but we've also got, um, you know, like internet, Wi Fi. Um, satellite, cell phones, yes, radio sir, yeah. waves. Yep. There's, a, in it, there's a lot of information passing about around our heads, you know? Right. There's yeah. a lot of stuff out there. And, and may, maybe, maybe it kind of, you can, maybe it kind of piggybacks on the, on the waves or something. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, I do. Uh, what do you think I, of doing? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, man, I've kind of got a spiritual perspective um, as well. And I kind of think dreams are journeys into the astral. Um, okay. In th so, so when you dream, not all the time, but some of the time, your spirit will leave your body and it will explore the astral realms. That's kind of what I, I believe. Okay. Um, what, what what do you think? Well, personally, I think it has to do with your central nervous system 
and the energy. You know, mm -hmm. like how in dreams you have sensory experiences. Yeah. Like you can feel something or you can smell something and stuff like that. I think that has to do with the central nervous system interacting with this energy to give you that sensory experience. So you're talking about the waves again? I uh, guess because of the, the telepathic situations that I've had and I went and verified them and talked to the people in person. I didn't just say, oh my goodness, it's in my head. I'm not going to talk to these people. I knew these people. It's a small town. And uh, they do have schizophrenia. You know something? I find it difficult to talk about it. But I've made, I've made um, like video blogs where I'll say the voices are doing this. Do you know what I mean? But I find it difficult to confront um, you know, the suspect and say, you know, are you are you thinking about this sort of thing? I, I find that awkward. Maybe maybe that's an English thing and an American thing is more kind of, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, a lot of people really wouldn't do what I did, but I was very determined to know where these voices originated from and why I was hearing the things that I was hearing. Because a lot of it, I mean, some of it was complete garbage. It was disgusting and, and messed up. And I didn't understand why I was thinking that way, why I was hearing these things. And uh, I verified it through uh, two or three different sources. I've had four or five experiences where I could verify that it was the other person right in front of them, you know. Did you, talk, did you, did you bring this up with your doctor? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I told them. They, they, they kept correcting me and kept saying visual hallucinations and auditory. And I kept saying visions and hearing voices. I was very, yeah. very much adamant on them knowing that I was hearing voices and I had telepathic situations that I had verified. Yeah. So did, what do they think about the telepathy? Uh, in America, they just look at it like it's schizophrenia, it's all delusions, and it's fake, and there's nothing real to it. Yeah. Well, they kind of think that over here as well. You know, people, you know, you do get, you do get people quietly talking, but most people just think schizophrenia, oh, yeah, they're just, you know, they're just a bit crazy. They don't really understand it, you know. They don't really know that, like what some people say. Oh, why don't you go and meditate? You know, okay, fine, meditation. Yeah, it's, it might be good, but it's not schizophrenia. It's nothing to do with schizophrenia. Um, you know, when when you're hearing voices, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to stop it. You know, I mean, it's. Uh, uh, I mean, you said something to me on the forum. You said if you tell your voices that you don't want to be telepathic, they stopped. Is that correct? Uh, mine have stopped because I have sent mail to myself. I sent certified mail with my rules and laws. I have receipts. I've sent cease and desist letters to other telepaths uh, or other schizophrenics so I wouldn't hear their voices anymore. And my cease and desist letter mm -hmm. included telepathy and sounds. Wow. So you actually sent them letters to your Correct, friends? Correct, yes. Well, wow. they're, 
one was my really good friend and she told me the truth and the, the other one was just somebody I lived next to. But yes, I send them both cease and desist letters and within the cease and desist letter, it included telepathy and sounds. Wow. So they kind of knew what they were doing. I think everybody was confused because two of these people were already hearing voices. Then I started to hear voices and I got thrown into that mix and nobody knew what was going on or why they were hearing this or why they were hearing that. It was, it was insane. It was crazy. Nobody knew what was going on. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, you know, not many people kind of admit it about the telepathy side, but I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of think that's what it is. Has, has it, have you ever received any information that was helpful? You know, have you received like something in your mind and you thought, yeah, that's pretty helpful. I can use that to, to, to help my life. Has that ever happened? Uh, I don't want to say what it was, but yes, it has happened to me quite a few times and it let me yeah. have some insight yeah. into what was going on. Uh, cool. So what do you do now, Ed? Are you on, what are you doing now as your occupation and your day-to-day -day life? Uh, I was working at a factory <laughs> and there was someone that was schizophrenic there too. And, uh, it turns out that when certain schizophrenics uh, make bad choices with bad habits, you know, like illegal drugs and stuff like that, you can hear their voices. Their really? privacy. Yes, I guarantee it because it's happened to me many times. And uh, this dude that I worked with made bad choices. And it was like a complete annoying, repetitious voice that was like, it kept saying douchebag, 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 and so on and so forth. Yeah. And uh, he told me, he came up and told me that he was hearing voices. And I never said anything to him about hearing voices. I told him my friend of mine yeah. heard voices to kind of throw him off a little bit. Yeah. And then I told him the truth. You know, like so I was hearing, I don't have an occupation right now uh, that the voices there at the job were terrible terrible uh, okay fine so um so how did your family um react to you be becoming ill and going through schizophrenia well at first I mean, how... at first uh yeah carry on they uh my old lady didn't like it. She said I was crazy and she pretty much kicked me out of the, the place I was living at. And I went to the parents because that was my next form of support because I didn't know what was going on. Mm. And, uh, how did you... go ahead, go ahead. So I was going to say, how did your parents treat you? They treated me. They listened to everything I said. And they're very supportive about it. They don't, they believe what I'm saying. And, yeah. you know, I told them about the telepathic situations and stuff like that. And uh, the links, I think it has to do with dreams and that type of energy. Uh, 
they're very supportive though. And so is my old lady now. You know, when when your your parents or your your wife are supportive, I think that makes such a great deal of difference. You know, that's that's probably one of the most important uh things in this because you need you need someone where you can just relax and you can say, you know, this is what I'm thinking and you can talk about it candidly without having to worry about being judged or being ostracized, you know? So so that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and what about your what about your friends? You've already mentioned that some of your friends are schizophrenic. But what did you have like school friends? I mean, did they treat you differently once you once you once it's all started? Uh well, I kind of isolated myself uh, and I'm still pretty much isolated and the only time I go to town is to talk to people that are having addiction troubles. And I talk to them about the mm. possible consequences to those actions. So are you involved in kind of peer support? Yes. Yeah, I support uh, the people that are going through addiction problems. And I tell them the possible consequence. They could start hearing voices. And I try to scare them into th- associating that drug choice with voices. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're talking things like drinking. What about drinking beer? Is that okay? Or oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I love I love a good cold beer every now and again. Yeah, I mean, because I kind of drink beer. Um, I I started having like a cigar once a day. Um, that's pretty much it. As as you know, as bad choices, I guess. Um. But are you talking more about sort of drugs and hard drugs and stuff like that? I, I'm talking about, uh, yeah, hard drugs and stuff like that. Like, for instance, the other day, I went over to a, a friend's and uh, he was having trouble with uh, his choices. And uh, I tried to appeal to him on a religious level because he's very religious. Uh-huh. You know, God will help him and stuff like that. And, you know try to appeal to them on a religious level. I've done that quite a few times. A couple of the people that were having problems with their addictions, uh, I I pretty much used uh, the way they believe to try to support them wanting to quit. Yeah. I think I think you might be on you might be onto something, to be honest with you. Because you have your own kind of theory. And it, and at the end of the day, you're basically you're promoting a healthy lifestyle. You're promoting healthy relationships with honest communication. You know, so that that's all that's all good stuff, man. You know, um, thank you. That is, that is to be honest with you. So, um, so yeah. So tell me more about um, what what kind of things do you do? You know, like during the day to kind of just to relax your mind and to, I mean, because a lot of people, like like I listen to music, you know, I mean, is there anything that you like to do to kind of, like a, like a good habit, a good, good habits? Uh, I like to, I like to lift dumbbells and I, I, I kind of slacked off a yeah. walking here with the virus and whatnot, but uh, yeah. 
I've gained a little bit of weight because I haven't been walking as much. I usually would walk about seven miles from here to town, from here to town. Cool. That's nice. Do you, are you so, so where you're, you told me you're living in the sticks. So is it, is it kind of countryside uh, surroundings where you are? So when you walk to town, you're kind of walking in the country. Yeah. Yeah. You're walking in the complete country, cows, farms, horses. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Because I, I think I think um I think being with nature is also very beneficial, extremely beneficial to your well being as whole as a whole, I think. Absolutely. Um, okay, that's fantastic. So so what are your hopes for the future? I mean, because you, I think you're doing well now. So what, what are you kind of, you're still, you're only 30. So what, what, are, what do you, where do you see, um, what would you say, what do you see the rest of your life? Uh, well, my plans is to, to eventually move to Iceland is one of my plans. And, uh, well, let's see. Oh, I also, also, uh, to, prevent other people from making the same choices that I made so that they don't hear the things that I hear. It's a prevention mm-hmm. method. That's something else that interests me to try to help people like that. So, because nobody told me, Oh, you could hear voices if you did this. No one told me that. So I'm going around telling people you could possibly hear voices and get schizophrenia or psychosis. So I like doing that. Mm-hmm. And my family lives in uh, Iceland. Oh, really? Yeah, my three kids and my old lady, uh, they moved to Iceland. She's from Iceland originally. Oh, well, that's fantastic. I mean, you know, it'd be fantastic if you can join them up again as well. I mean, that's excellent. Yeah. That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> but uh, I, believe, I, I believe that we're hearing voices by accident. I believe it's a complete accident and you're not targeted at all. It's just a... Uh, a weird reaction between the central nervous system and the energy that is around us. I believe it connects us to our environment, really. Mm. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really try to think about the reason why. But I kind, I kind, I'm kind of spiritual, so I think that if we have to go through this, we will be strong enough to cope with it. You know, if we have to bear this burden we will have the gifts to be able to overcome it you know that, that's kind of that's kind of my belief you know right um so i so 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 you kind of like doing peer support you know and i like to like because obviously on the forum you're supporting other people you know we we uh we see each other on the forum and you're supporting people i'm supporting people i think that's the shared shared passion we both have because that is also something kind of with my life i quite like to do that as well to do peer support i think i think it's important i think that's important yeah i I see you doing that all the time you're always helpful to people all the time Mm -hmm. so i try to do the same thing but i'm i feel like you're really kind about it you're like really nice and supportive. I'm a little abrupt 
I'm just like, yeah, but you know, it's different strokes, man. Different strokes. That's all. Yeah. Did you have you experienced any discrimination or stigma? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I just tell people like it is. Or I've had telepathic experiences. I've had visions. I've interacted with somebody's dream while they were sleeping before, and they woke up and told me that they mm. were they had a dream about what I was thinking about. Oh, really? Yes, I walked into an apartment and I was thinking that I saw a dog when I walked in and this person didn't have a dog. And then I, I walked up there to them and they woke up and they were like, I was just having a dream about a dog. I think, you know, that's a, I think it's a big difference between America and England. I think, I think you lot, you speak more in America. Like in England, we don't speak so much as, as much as we should, you know, because like you're, you're speaking about this sort of thing. Whereas in this country, people wouldn't like to talk about it. They'd be like, oh, yeah, they, 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 would, they, would, they don't want to talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a negative. I think that's, yeah, it's kind of, they don't want to admit to that side of life. Um. So they just, they just want to talk about it. Yeah. Have you ever experienced anybody bullying you? Any what? Uh, has anybody, you know, have you experienced being uh, bullied? You know, somebody bullying you? Or... In my head or in real life? In real, I don't, life, in real life. I don't usually get bullied in real life because I, I've, I'm st- I, I'm not mean or nothing, uh, but I mm-hmm. my physical uh, appearance is I'm I'm kind of stout, and that's what I've been told a lot. And I usually I'm just really nice to everybody, and they don't bully me. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, fine. I think I one last question: Is there anything that um that you want to say that I have not asked you yet? Is there anything? you want to say any anything extra that you want to tell me well i believe that the targeted individuals have the right type of thought by coming together like they do but they have the wrong type of motivation they're saying that the government's out to get them and the government is not out to get them at all if they yeah. came together and they were like hey this is this is an accident this accident happened to me and I'm going to try to live with it, and they took a different approach, their voices would be so much better. Okay, that's great, man. Thank you very much. Okay, Um, and just one last thing. What type of music do you like? Uh, I I like Star Set a lot. Okay. What kind of genre is that? Is it like dance music or hip-hop or something? It's uh, I let you listen to it uh the other day. I sent you a, two links. Okay, 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 uh, okay. I remember. Okay, yeah. cool, man. So anyway, thank you very much for speaking with me. Um, yes, sir. Absolute pleasure. I think, I think you know you've got quite a unique perspective, and you know, and I think, I think what you say makes a hell of a lot of sense as well. You know, um, I think you've got you've got a good message, um, which you and I and I hope this this platform will ha- also educate people as well. 
you know, because that's 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 the important thing. Um, and yeah, so thank you for your time, and I hope you have a, 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 a great great weekend. You too. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it.